you know, you'll never be able to pay me my worth. Like, I'm priceless. You can't pay me my worth, but you can value me for my time in a way that's meaningful to me. Welcome to The One Up Project. Money is fuel that that allows you to do things. It doesn't need to be taboo. What you don't want to do is wake up at 65 realising you did something you hated and have regret. Go and find people who will give you advice for nothing. This is a space for personal growth and money chat with new perspectives every Monday. This bit of content, listening to this, is going to be a small little breadcrumb of something that makes them think a little bit differently. For all the things we were never taught but should have been. At the end of the day, the most important person is yourself and if you're not happy with your own choices, then you're never going to be happy. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the One Up Project podcast. I'm really looking forward to this episode because we get to talk about how to take a risk in your career or what that might look like. I definitely feel like I've done this a couple of times now. Regardless of how big or small the risk is, I'm, I would say I'm experienced in taking little risks and big risks and things that I wasn't sure of and that definitely did not give me any sense of stability or security at all. In fact, I'm going through that right now. I have no idea what I'm doing with my like career, but I'm working on projects I love with people I care about and people who also have a strong vision and that's all that matters to me and that's the risk I'm taking when I leave that stability and that security. So today let's chat a little bit about what that can look like and maybe how you can go about doing that for yourself if it's something you feel is relevant to you now, something that you're looking to do as well. I wanted to thank Seek for supporting the podcast on this episode as we talk about the great job boom and how now is probably a really good time to leave your job or apply for a new job if it's something you've already been considering. I spoke about this in the first episode I did with Seek in regards to it what the right time is to leave your job and we kind of spoke about how to establish that right time and what makes now or what makes the current job market a little bit more supportive of those changes as opposed to previous times. So definitely check out that episode if you haven't already listened to it. It is called When is the Right Time to Find a New Job? So how do we actually believe in ourselves enough to take that plunge and does job security exist anymore? A couple of things that I'm keen to get into. Safety and security are very, very core and vital parts of being a human. Uh, Whether it's a relationship, a job, your investing portfolio, Whatever it is, we want to feel safe and secure, naturally, of course. And so job security is an interesting conversation and probably a more relevant one, especially over the last couple of years with COVID and everything that's happened with that. There's been a lot of instability in life generally, a lot of uncertainty about what life was going to look like. And that has been scary for a lot of people. It's uh, harmed a lot of people's mental health and physical health as well obviously but in terms of you know n- that more mindset side of not being sure what's coming up and then dealing with potentially you know more survival needs on the other side that is really hard and so when we're thinking about our careers and security within that I find it quite an interesting question to talk about job security because a lot of people lost their jobs in, in COVID and it always makes me think now you know if we are sitting in a job that we hate and we feel like it's because we have stability within that job, we have job security, I think, well, would that not be the same in any other company regardless of how long you'd been there because at the end of the day anything can happen, right? We never know what's going to happen. So 
why not take more of a risk to be somewhere that you enjoy uh, rather than stay somewhere that is going to potentially offer you that security through uncertain times. It's been an environment, like a job environment, where no one's really known what was going to happen. You know, poor employers have had to make seriously rough decisions. I thought actually throughout that whole time I'd never want to be in the shoes of someone who has to make decisions around people. And then us as like the employees a lot of the time have had to make decisions around what's best for our security and our stability. And so now as we come out to a point where I suppose there's a little bit more certainty over what life is going to look like and how we're going to live, we can start to think more high level around is this the place that I want to have that security in? Is this the place that is fueling that passion for the things that I want to do? A lot of the time, you know, we value safety and security over potential fulfillment and happiness. And it's even backed up by a stat from SEEK, which is that 55% are reluctant to change jobs because of security and stability. And I think that although that's completely fair enough, and I think in many circumstances, well, in pretty much all circumstances, security and stability is incredibly important. I also think that if you have a desire to be in a job that gives you a sense of belonging and that feeling you're contributing to something bigger than yourself, then you should feel that that is available to you and you don't have to work somewhere where you just do your eight hours and go home and a job doesn't have to mean anything to you. I think it's about working out what is actually important to you. If, if, if doing that and then having your main you know, excitement or fulfillment or passions come from things you do outside of work, then great. If that's the structure you want to live, then I think that's incredible. But I also think there are probably people out there who wish that wasn't the case and wish they were excited to go to work but don't know how to make that happen. And I really, a big part of what I enjoy talking about in the podcast is how we can enable people to have accessibility to topics and to education and to resources that help to give them the capacity to dream and to aspire to something bigger than what they're already doing potentially and that gives them more fulfillment because so often we can't really have those aspirations and those dreams because we're focusing on survival. So how can we provide the support and the encouragement and like the right circumstance for people to be able to leave a bit of security and stability in order to find something that might fulfill them a little bit more you know within their soul and so that's what I hope that this episode can maybe be the start of a discussion around. Obviously there's so much within that and everyone's situation is completely different and I've been in an extremely privileged position where I've had the support of a family to fall back on if you know the things I wanted to do didn't work out and I've always had like a really solid emergency fund set up as well in case there's any risk of not having the resource to live. Um, that's something I'm kind of experiencing now in Bali is like I'm trying to create this job for myself in a space that I care a lot about but it's slow, it's happening very slow and a big part of me is thinking will this actually happen you know there's been so many days in the last couple of weeks where I've thought am I cut out for this like am I actually cut out to freelance or to pitch to people or to work for myself like I really have questioned it and I definitely haven't answered it yet and it's scaring me a little bit because I think what am I going to be doing in three months like what is this going to have worked out or like what's going to happen so that's definitely a scary thing for me, being in another country and running on a limited budget. 
but I do have an emergency fund set up. So there's a little bit of security and stability in that. And those are some of the things, you know, you can use to support you to make decisions like this if it's something you have the capacity to be able to do. I think a cool stat from Seek is that 73% of people feel really optimistic about future employment and job prospects, which is great. It's just the action piece of applying and getting those jobs and negotiating for those benefits that people feel is right for them. I definitely feel very, very excited and uh, positive about the future of business and of careers and jobs, mostly because I think from what I've read, it seems like in times of recession or market downturns or instability, at the end of it comes a big boom and lots of excitement and opportunity. And I suppose what Seek is seeing with the great job boom and all of these different jobs uh, being available with less candidates to take them is one of those opportunities we can see within all of this and that can help us get into a better position for not only ourselves but for our families, our communities, for whoever we want to support as well throughout that journey. I wanted to share a couple of lessons I have learned in hindsight of making this choice twice. So the choice being to take a risk and leave my job for the unknown. And the experience itself gives me confidence each time because it ends up working out in the sense that I make something happen. It might not be in the way that I initially anticipated, it might be a lot slower than I initially anticipated it, but something will happen as a result and I think giving myself the confidence that I can make something work regardless of what's going on is is a really big motivator for me to take these risks and I think that having the initial support in my life was really beneficial but hopefully some of these lessons can also add to that encouragement and that support that you might be seeking if you're listening to this episode. So starting again is often not as bad as we think. I think a lot of people are of course hesitant to move into a new career for example or a new role because they think oh my god I'm starting from scratch, I'm so comfortable with the people here, with the things I'm doing and walking in every day it's easy, you know, maybe it's not fulfilling, maybe it's not the most exciting thing but it's easy and I definitely got to that point in my last job where I was like walking in every day was I was never really stressed because I knew I was capable of anything I was asked to do there and I was still being challenged in many ways but probably not in the ways that I wanted to be challenged and so it was it was like an it was an easy ride and I started to feel quite comfortable which definitely contributed to me not wanting to leave because it was like well this is just easy money then isn't it if I can do a job that I actually enjoy and be comfortable but actually it was restricting me from moving on to what felt more aligned to my values, to the things I care about, to the industries I feel most passionate about. And I know from prior experience that starting again is often not as bad as we think. You know, I moved from an accounting space to a marketing and social media space and I definitely started not knowing completely nothing, but it definitely felt like I was starting again for sure. And I struggled with that for a little bit, but it's doesn't last that long and you overcome it reasonably easily and because you're so interested in doing well because you've started something new and you kind of want to prove yourself you end up getting the hang of things very quickly. I think also being a beginner in anything is the biggest advantage anyone can ever have because it gives you an excuse to not be the best and to ask questions. So use being a beginner or being new as your opportunity to just ask as many questions and be as in air quotes stupid I hate saying that but like it just it gets across what I'm trying to say as as stupid as possible 
uh, so that you come out the other side fully educated and fully you know aware of what goes on and then you become that person that people go to because you've asked so many questions in the beginning so use being a beginner as your opportunity to learn as much as you can the next thing is that sometimes being comfortable creates a bubble I spoke about this in the first episode around how the longer you stay somewhere or I notice like the longer people stay somewhere the harder it is for them to leave because there's this bubble of course around them of comfort and stability but there's also a bubble of you forget what it's like in other industries and other spaces I found this in my corporate job a lot was that people were just so confused as to why you would want to leave or do something different because that space was like the pinnacle of that space and when I got out of that I thought to myself, wow, there's actually a whole world out here that I wasn't even aware of, of different career opportunities and different things I can do. And so this bubble starts to form around you and you forget about everything else that is out there for the taking. You give up a lot of your life to improve the brand and the reputation of a company that you have, in most cases, absolutely no ownership of. So you really do deserve to be valued. And this doesn't mean self-righteous <laughs> the older generations will listen to this episode and think that I'm being you know classic my generation when I say you know you deserve to be valued but it's not in an anti-establishment you deserve to be valued type way it's a know your worth as someone that's contributing to a much bigger vision that you ultimately have no ownership of in the end and that you don't ultimately reap all the rewards of it's really not to be super negative it's actually just to be aware of what is the obvious and to make sure that you're getting the benefits that mean most to you if that's flexible working if that's good pay if that's a visionary leader that makes you feel like you're contributing to something bigger than yourself every single day if that's incredible mentors what are the, pick the things that are going to contribute to the best environment for you and take those as the way that you deserve to be valued and now is going to be an, the best time to negotiate for those things because you have leverage the shortage of candidates right now applying for the increase in roles means that Kiwis are so much more well placed to negotiate higher salaries and perks within their jobs and you, you can always ask the question you know uh, someone might say no but you can always ask the question the interview it should be just as much about you interviewing the company and getting the relevant information out of them as it is about them interviewing you because you're about to commit a lot of your life to this place so I think that it's important to get a good gist or a good vibe for what the people are like that you're going to be working under and what the culture is like and what sort of freedoms or benefits that allows you. I spoke about this recently with Latavia Twalasia Tutai in our episode called Growing Through Challenges and Opportunities and that was an incredible episode but she spoke about how you know you'll never be able to pay me my worth like I'm priceless, you can't pay me my worth, but you can value me for my time in a way that's meaningful to me. And I think that's a really relevant place to add that right here because uh, you know you have to be a little bit self-aware of what is the what are the things that will value your time in a way meaningful to you and, and seek those out. Investing in yourself outside of work gives you self-worth in something other than your job and then as a, as a result, you know, more confidence in yourself to leave. I have always loved having multiple things on the go in terms of the podcast and a job 
full time. That's not because I'm pro hustle culture. That is because I don't like tying all my self worth to one thing in my life. It stresses me, <laughs> which I suppose is what I'm finding with the podcast now. Is you know a bit more worry about it because it consumes my mind for majority of the day, every day of the week, and that is is a little bit dangerous dramatically for my own self-worth and confidence because everything is tied to the success of the podcast whereas having something I'm doing at work means that I get validation in a way and I also get satisfaction out of working and adding value to something else in a space I care about so for most people it would be flipped in the sense that you might do something outside of work uh, in your spare time that gives you that energy you know, volunteering, having your own passion project, like whatever it is. And I think that that's really important as you move through your career because it means that you know you have skills, not just within that one job, but you have value in other areas and that makes you an incredibly valuable person. And it also gives you the confidence to leave because you know that you don't have to put up with this. You know, you're capable of doing other things as you've proven to yourself. And I also think that it just keeps your skills and like your, uh, Simon Sinek calls them human skills, your human skills and your hard skills up to date a lot more because you're getting experience in relevant other spaces outside of your role, which just contributes to your growth and always looks better on a CV and things like that. But ultimately for you personally, I think is a massive help to your confidence and your ability to trust your gut. So moving on, like what actually is self-belief? You know, even if we have all the stats to back up why we should do something, what actually makes us take action? It's a big one. It's a big one. And... Have I cracked it? No, because I don't believe that I have the ultimate self-belief of anyone. I've done a lot of work to get to a place where I trust my ability to, to do things and to at least give something a go. And I think that finding different pockets of where you can trust yourself to perform or to bring value is, is really good for when you're going into new situations and this journey is going to look different for everyone of course how you build self-belief is going to change from person to person because it might come through sport it might come through school it might come through church like it could come you know these things could come through any sort of area of your life family upbringing like it's important to look at what has influenced your self-belief this far and why that is and then maybe what from that you can notice is something that would help uh, catapult it further even more because those experiences where you trust yourself and you know from previous experience that this has influenced this part of your self-belief are going to be the things you draw on when you actually need to take action for example talking about how I've left my job to basically go into the unknown twice now so I always refer on refer back to the first situation where like what I was thinking what I was going through how I made that decision what gave me more security and stability in that situation what support I needed in order to do that and that really helped and so when you haven't been through something like this before and this is what I do when I'm going through something I've never been through before is I find a relatable voice who has and I know this is a little bit harder often 
but definitely made easier through social media. So reaching out to someone like me, if you're thinking about quitting a job and need a bit of advice from someone who's done it before, or reaching out to reaching out to another influencer who talks about some process they've been through that you can relate to. Often people like influencers or social media people or mentors or business owners or anyone you can get access to, people in general, who talk openly about a certain journey they've had will be more than happy to help people with it because it's probably why they're talking about it publicly in the first place. I love a voice message, so happy to answer those anytime. Or not, you don't have to do a voice message, but yeah. It's really about putting all the different supportive structures in place and around you to encourage you to make that decision and to take that leap. I think sometimes it can be unique situations or thoughts that motivate you like for example when I left my first job the the thing that motivated me to do it was that I thought if I'm still here in a year will I be happy I made that decision and of course you don't know what the future holds but just thinking about that like if I was in the same situation in a year what would that look like and I was that scared me so much that I was like no we have to leave now like I don't care what it takes we've got to get out of here because that thought just scared me so much like letting myself stay in a position where I was so unhappy and that was a big motivation and I guess it is a privilege in itself that I could think selfishly like that because I didn't have to consider any uh, dependents or kids or you know family in that but if that's you as well you know think about what are the structures that you're putting in place to make that decision a possibility and that's a big reason why I'm doing this collaboration with Seek Right is that they really want to see us take advantage of the opportunity we have in the current job market and I really want to see people have access to more opportunities and spaces that are going to make them happier people overall. I have a massive fear of failure and a massive fear of rejection and it's something I've had to get past, I'm definitely not past it, absolutely not, but it's something I've had to learn how to get past in certain situations in order to move forward fear is a massive part of that right like fear and self-worth are tied together because you have this fear if it doesn't work out then you're a failure and then you're not going to feel good about yourself and there are definitely common things we tell ourselves in this worry and this fear uh, space that I want to talk about uh, questions like what if the next job is worse I don't know what my skills are what if I'm not qualified enough you know you feel guilty for leaving because your employer's been so good to you or you're so comfortable these things come as a result of feeling that we have a lack of control and we we don't know the knowns right like the security the fear all of those kinds of things and they're so normal and you're so right to feel that way in fact i You'd probably be an outlier if you didn't feel any of these ways. Like it's so important to have these thoughts because otherwise we'd all be going around making crazy decisions that make no sense. The younger you are, the easier practically often it is to make these choices because a lot of the time we have less uh, tying us to any particular place or any person. But just because practically it's easier doesn't mean emotionally it's any easier 
And even if you do have those dependents or those commitments tying you to things, I want to try and talk about how we can address these fears in order to make these decisions to move on from the role we're in. Trying to get as comfortable as possible with those unknowns is going to go a long way because what if the next job is worse, for an example, of something that we often say? Well, it possibly might be. Like this is a part of the risk you're taking is that the next situation is worse than the one you're currently in. But how I like to think about this is that, yeah, but even if it is worse, I've made a decision to set me on a path that is more aligned with what I want from my life. So regardless, I'm moving in the right direction because I'm moving in the direction of progress. And whether or not it feels like I've taken a step backward, ultimately I've taken a step forward because staying stagnant in the same job was not getting me anywhere else. So I'd much rather do something about the problem, make a mistake and do something else with the learnings of both than do nothing and come out of it with no learnings at all. Another thing I want to say is that it's okay to be a beginner, you know, like it's totally fine to not know things in life and to not know how to do something or to not know what you're good at or to not know how you're going to contribute to something. It's totally okay to be a beginner and to not know and I think is especially as we get older and become adults, there's this fear of not knowing and that's the whole reason I started the podcast was so that someone could listen in the corner of their room or on their walk and no one would know that they're listening to a podcast about the basics of budgeting because they're embarrassed that they should know that by now because they're 30 and they you know have a really unstable financial situation. Like I created the podcast so that people could feel comfortable with the things that they didn't know and that whole belief is something that is not just relevant to money, it's relevant to us personally, who we are as people. We often feel like we don't know what our skills are and so then we don't want to show people that we don't know what we're doing and we want to come with our best foot forward but it's okay to be a beginner and I think it's a lot better for a person to be honest about the things that they don't know so that you can get on track faster and that no one's time is being wasted but also so that you feel fully secure like in the role or in the thing you know so that you actually feel confident it's not that you just look confident it's that genuinely to your core you walk in and you know that even if you are going to be a beginner that you'll be able to do it because you're honest about what you do and don't know and then can be satisfied with what you've learned. I mean it's hard it's really really hard and I do feel for anyone who is in that position right now where they feel stuck and they don't know what the next move is. I've been there before, a lot actually, and feeling like you made a decision that maybe wasn't right for you, but now you're here and you don't want to make another decision that isn't right for you. It's a scary place to be, and then if you have people that you're worrying about on top of that, of course, you're totally in your right to feel fear and uncertainty about everything. I would just encourage you to think about the fact that if you're listening to this episode and you are thinking about leaving your job or starting something new, it's for a reason. So you definitely have the motivation there to want to do something about it. It's that little part in the middle that's stopping you from doing it. And working out why that is and where that comes from is probably going to be a powerful tool to help you to move on to the next thing. Ultimately, a consistent self-development journey has really aided me in being able to make decisions like this. Because, you know, you can't do a week of self-development and then be like, okay, I'm ready to make all of life's decisions now. It definitely is an ongoing thing that helps you build confidence and self-belief and reassurance within you and all of those things. 
But talking to people who have gone through what you're going through before, sharing perspectives is, in my opinion, one of the most valuable teachers and something that can give you that motivation, that confidence, that reassurance to change your situation and to take a risk in your career, ultimately. So finding those relatable voices backed up by the support of the current job market where there are more ads than candidates applying for them, find those support structures, as I mentioned, to put around yourself an emergency fund too, maybe, to give you the best shot at not only like finding that opportunity, but feeling comfortable in that journey of finding that new opportunity. Like so that you can sit in that and be okay with this period of volatility and and feeling like you have no idea what's about to happen there's a lot of excitement in the question marks of life but there's also a lot of fear I can tell you so much comes from taking risks like so much comes from it it can be perceived as a very selfish journey because you have to think a lot about what you want but what you want a lot of the time is influenced by what is going on around you and what others need if if you're looking after people you have a community that relies on you you know that's something that you want as a result of your environment so it's not selfish because you're thinking about the best opportunity for not only you personally but those around you and so I encourage you to actually sit down and have a think about what do you want out of the next thing and what limiting beliefs are you addressing in order to overcome the fear to do it and coming back to that really cringy Pinterest quote it just takes 30 seconds of insane courage to make a decision and go for it with those those structures those support structures I mentioned around you if you ever need someone to reach out to I reply to every day like I love talking to people so please just send me a message Otherwise, I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. I wanted to thank Seek again for supporting the podcast and providing us with some awesome insight about the current great job boom. Go out there and get it, and I can't wait to talk to you soon. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The One Up Project. If you want to find more stuff just like this, check out our other apps or follow us at The One Up Project on Instagram or TikTok. See you there.